The Film Freak Show with Leo Quinones is powered by Krikorian Premier Theaters, the preferred theater of The Film Freak Show. Well, you are locked in to America's longest-running movie talk show. Yes, that's right. You're here for the Film Freak movie talk show. Thank you for being here. My name is Leo Quinones, and I have loved films as long as I can remember, and that's why you're here, because you love films as well. We are broadcasting live on the CRN Digital Talk Radio Network, podcasting all the time, every time, on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor FM. Our sponsor is EntertainmentEarth.com, and my guy-riding shotgun is Turtle. What's up, Turtle? Leo, can't wait to discuss this week's topic. Okay. Well, this time of year is it's kind of dark for the film freak, you know, uh, dark dark Sundays. It's like the Golden Globe Awards time, it's the Critics Choice Awards time and the Oscars and let's talk about the Critics Choice Awards because I am a member of the Critics Choice Association. 28 years I've been a member of this club. I'm a founding member. Every year, my movie never wins, okay? So to give you an idea of what I gravitate towards, my top three, number three, Elvis. Number two, The Batman. Number one, Top Gun Maverick. I'm sorry, those are just cool movies to me. So what we have now is a smattering of movies. Every movie that I'm about to tell you in the best picture category, it gravitates towards a completely different audience, 10 different audiences all pulling for the same film, if that makes any kind of sense. Here we go. Avatar, Way of Water, Babylon, The Banshees of Asherin, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Glass Onion, and Knives Out Mystery, RRR, which is a... Um, it's a Hindi movie. Yeah. Uh, Tar, which is a, another indie movie, which made it big. Top Gun Maverick and Women Talking. So right there, you can see those are all over the map. Those are 10 different types of films. So when they rolled out the best picture and said everything, everywhere, all at once, I was like... Um, all right, this is uh, the plight of Asian people. It's, it's. I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's more than that. This movie, I, I actually got to see it this week. Good. And, you know, just because of all the press it's been getting, which helped because I was like, okay, now I'm interested. And so I saw it, and it's a lot to take in. I was talking with somebody else that saw it, and they were completely lost. This movie is really big picture as far as uh, the theme of it i had to watch it twice this is a movie that you really have to watch twice to really understand the these concepts that are coming at you and i really enjoyed it the first time around it was it was about understanding but the second time around now that i kind of understood what was going on it really fell into place um i see it as an artsy indie type of film I think you can see that movie on a Tuesday night at home. I don't think you need to get, you know, Friday night popcorn, <laughs> your soda. You're going to go see it. This is just a movie critics movie, and it'll never find a big audience. I don't know about that. Jamie Lee Curtis really knocked it out of the park. It's made no money. The people that have seen it are very few, and they're very snooty. I'm not snooty. <laughs> 
you know what? Top Gun Maverick made $1.5 billion and really hit at a time when the movie business needed a shock. It needed a pick-me-up. And that's what Top Gun Maverick did. It delivered all the feels that a movie's supposed to give you. You know, the excitement, the airplanes, the jets, the romance. You know what? I, I just don't agree with the movies that they picked. That's all I want to say. Well, Elvis was picked in there, too, and we both really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, but the winner, everything, everywhere, all at once. Now, you said you had to see it twice to really enjoy it. I just don't think I need to see a movie two or three times to understand it. To me, that's non-linear storytelling, and I am just not a fan of that. How many so, times did you see Top Gun? <laughs> Maverick. Uh, I saw it once by myself, then I took Holly to see it, and then I've seen it on DVD. I've seen it three times. But I understood it the first time. You know, it's a great movie. Anyways, here's something from the latest DVD. We'll be right back after this. A gifted young rapper faces a dilemma on her way to stardom. She learns it takes just one battle to change your life. Directed by Sanaa Lathan, On the Come Up stars Jamila C. Gray, Divine Joy Randolph, Lil Yachty, and Cliff Method Man Smith. Available to buy on digital or DVD now. Rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Leo Quinones is the film freak. You're crazy, you're crazy, <laughs> You're crazy. I like you. But you're crazy. I feel tired. Welcome back to the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. And as always, we are talking about movies. Avatar just crushing it at the box office, making what, $500 million? I mean, $2 billion. James Cameron, he freaking did it, man. He really did. Congratulations to the entire 20th Century Studios team. And it's funny now because Avatar 20th Century Studios is now Disney. Then they have Marvel. They have Star Wars. And Disney is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. For you listening, if you want to get a first-hand look at Hollywood and how movies are made, make sure you book your space because the Film Freak Movie Locations Tour is running now in Hollywood. Yes, just go to filmfreaktours.com. That's filmfreaktours.com. Now, Turtle, you were on the Film Freak Tour. Tell me a movie or, or part of the tour that you found exciting. There was a lot of portions that I really enjoyed, but there's something about watching the Jim Henson, Charlie Chaplin lot that just is nostalgic for me. And I love the, I'm a huge Muppet fan. I don't know if you know that about me or not, but okay. I'm, I'm a huge Muppet fan. So just kind of seeing that and then seeing like Kermit on top, it was, it was, it was quite an for me. Sure, yeah, you're talking about the Charlie Chaplin Studios, founded in 1915, and then 1966, Herb Albert moved in a record company in there, A&M Records, and they did many, many hits there. Did you know that that is the place where they recorded USA for Africa? Uh, what was the song they did? We Are the World. We Are the World, yes. Michael Jackson, Kim Carnes, Huey Lewis, Bono, Stevie Wonder, all of these amazing artists on one record. And 1985, that was a huge, huge hit. Yeah, you know? one of so, my favorites. And also, The Muppets, like you said. Here's a real interesting thing about the Charlie Chaplin Studios. Jim Henson's company is occupying it now. 
They did not modernize the studio. What do I mean by that? Well, the sound stages back in the day, they they used pulleys and they left all those pulleys intact. And all of the buildings, like one building is red and it looked like a schoolhouse. So they called that the schoolhouse and they turned that into a recording studio. And then another um, place was like a carpentry place, but it looked like the barn, so they call it the barn. It really has an old feel to it, and they do have tours there, so we're going to have to go through there just to check it out ourselves. I am completely fine with that. I can't wait. Okay, thank you so much for listening to the Film Freak Movie Talk Show podcast. Again, we're available on Apple, Google, and we're also available on Anchor FM and Spotify. So thank you so much for listening. And remember, whether it's Avatar, Elvis, or Top Gun Maverick, you know you've been listening to The Film Freak. A group of friends on a weekend cabin trip begin to suspect something supernatural is at play when the kids behave strangely after disappearing in the woods overnight. There's Something Wrong with the Children is the latest horror film from Bloomhouse Productions, available to buy or rent on digital now. This film is not rated.